0: Guys, we usually start the show off, you know, in a s- jovial, you know, serious, you know, you know, joking, laughing mood. Uh, as always, we want to have fun on this show. We want to have fun, you know, talking about football and you know, on this podcast, right? So, but let's just kick it off with a a more serious note, uh, you know, especially what happened, you know, yesterday, in light of what happened yesterday on Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, at the Super Bowl parade in Kansas City, Missouri for the Chiefs. So, uh, you know, my heart and my, you know, thoughts, and my prayers are with the victims and their families uh, from that, you know, incident and what happened because there is just so much hate in this world. And what boggles my mind just thinking about it as I was praying and mulling over, you know, what happened is just, you know, this happens not just, At the parade, it's happening in our world today, and it is it's sickening to think about. Uh, People can't. It seems like people can't go and celebrate their favorite teams anymore for winning a title uh, for for as a community, as a community in Kansas City, as a community in whatever city you're in to celebrate. Hey, my team won a championship. You know, we rally we rally together as a family, as a friends, as a community to celebrate what was accomplished athletically. Right and. It's one of those things. It's sad. It's sad to think about that, and it's sad to to just think and just you know ponder you know what ha- what's what's happening in our world right now, and it it it's heartbreaking. But the 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 good truth about everything, and we do know this, and I do know this in my heart, that Jesus is faithful and true. He is the Lord of all. You know, He is the Lord Almighty. He is uh, the King of Kings, and He is. Uh, Faithful and true, like I just said. So, uh, you know, praise him. And uh, he is with everybody uh, during this time. And my thoughts, my prayers are with everybody during this time. And I'm going to continue to pray for the city of Kansas City and everything going on around the world. Because uh, sometimes, you know, you just think enough's enough. But, uh, you know... We just got to stay true and stay faithful and, and keep our, our our sights on the most important thing because football and celebrating stuff. It's not the most important thing in the world, even though football is fun and it's covering it is my job and talking about this on my podcast is my job. But the main thing is Jesus That is the number one thing and it will always be the number one thing in my life and 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 hopefully it will be in everybody else's life. But. Uh, With that being said, welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful and pretty i guess chilly day of uh, thursday afternoon thank you for joining us i'm joel norris and whether you're watching on youtube listening on spotify listening on podbean and apple a big thank you for taking some time out of your thursday to just sit back watch and listen to some nfl coverage presented by me now if you're watching on youtube subscribe to the channel like each episode leave comments down below spotify podbean and apple all you have to do is just share around with others and follow on there as well we have x we have instagram and we have Facebook. All you have to do is type in Pigskin Frenzy on your keyboards or on your phone. Like then follow each page. You will get episode updates. You will get news and highlights from across college and NFL football on X. You will get trivia questions on Instagram stories. Go and answer today's NFL question as well as all things of the day for Pigskin Frenzy. Guys, nfl day today we're this is it the finale of the season though the 2023 season uh we are covering we're going to recap the super bowl from this past sunday we watched it we covered it and we are going to talk about that we are going to dive deep into you know the game itself from both pers- both perspectives and both teams uh a lot happened a lot happened in this game uh And we're going to, you know, conclude today's episode of Pigskin Frenzy with, you know, with with a brief summary of the 2023 NFL season as we, you know, shift gears into the 2024 NFL season. And soon enough, you hear that music. I hear that music in Detroit. The 2024 NFL Drafts coming soon. Draft coverage is coming soon on this show. I can't wait for it. I've been talking about it, and I and I love talking about it last season. So we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it again this year. So guys, keep plugging into Pigskin Frenzy on all platforms, audio and video, and on all socials for everything up to date for Pigskin Frenzy. Guys, let's rock and roll here. And let me want to tell you something. I said if the Chiefs win, if the Chiefs win. I am going to rock a Patrick Mahomes number 15 Chiefs jersey. And guess what I'm wearing? A number 15 Patrick Mahomes Chiefs jersey. You thought I wasn't going to do it. You thought I wasn't going to do it, I bet. But I did. I did keep my promise at the end of last week's episode. I did rock the jersey. The The Chiefs did win back-to-back Super Bowls for the first time since the t- 2004 and 2005 seasons, the New England Patriots. Tom Brady's New England Patriots 20 years ago went back-to-back and is the first back-to-back Super Bowl champions since then. Chiefs 25, 49ers 22 in the Super Bowl Uh what a way to conclude the season and cap off this season let me go on and tip let's go over the stats and we will talk about the game itself patrick mahomes is on a different level <laughs> than everybody else, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 34 for 46, with 333 yards and two touchdowns with one interception, nine carries with 66 yards. Isaiah Pacheco, 18 carries with 59 yards, six receptions with 33 yards. Rashi Rice, six receptions with 39 yards, two carries with five yards. Travis Kelsey, nine receptions with 93 yards. Nicole Hardman, three receptions with 57 yards and one touchdown. Justin Watson, three receptions with 54 yards Noah Gray, two receptions with twenty-two yards. Marquez Valdez Scantling, three receptions with 20 yards and a touchdown. Jarek McKinnon, two receptions with 15 yards. And the defense played an outstanding game. Steve Spagnola called, you know, called a really, really good game on defense. He racked that defense racked up two turnovers and a sack. Linebacker Nick Bolton and safety Justin Reed were the highlights for this defense. Bolton racked up 13 total tackles with Reed racking up nine total tackles. Let's go with the 49ers really, really quick. And this is this was an impressive, impressive game for both teams. But I, I'm going to talk about this for a little bit and you're going to see what I mean here. Brock Purdy, 23 for 38 with 255 yards and a touchdown, three carries with 12 yards. Juwan Jennings was the probably if if you want to you want to add some like a add a little bit to it, in my opinion, could have been very well been MVP. Of this game. Yeah, if if the 49ers were to won this game, they could have been MVP. Uh Juwan Jennings could have been MVP, Super Bowl MVP. So four receptions with 42 yards and a touchdown with a 21-yard touchdown pass. And what I mean by that is he joins uh former Eagles quarterback, Nick Foles, as the only player with Nick Foles to Pass for a touchdown and catch for a touchdown in Super Bowl history. How about that? He he lit it up. He threw. It was a design trick play to Christian McCaffrey and McCaffrey. Uh, you know, he lost in McCaffrey trick play from Purdy to McCaffrey, to Jennings. Jennings lost it McCaffrey and McCaffrey ran it in. For a touchdown. It was an incredible trick play. Awesome play by, uh, by Jawan Jennings and awesome play by the 49ers. And it was an excellent play drawn up by Shanahan and the rest of the staff. But we're going to talk about the rest of this because uh, there's some things to talk about with the 49ers here. So Christian McCaffrey, 22 carries with 80 yards, eight receptions with 80 yards and a touchdown. He was incredible. Christian McCaffrey was incredible in this game. Uh, and, and in my opinion, it was one of those things where you need to put this team on your back and you need to go all the way with it, right? So uh, McCaffrey, 22 carries, 80 yards, 8 receptions with 80 yards and a touchdown. Debo Samuel, 3 receptions with 33 yards, 3 carries with 8 yards. Elijah Mitchell, through 2 carries with 8 yards. Brandon Ayuk was a was a big part of this offense. Three receptions with 49 yards. He played a really good game. So was Kyle Usechek. Kyle Usechek two receptions with 31 yards. Ray Ray McLeod had a 19-yard reception. Chris Conley, former Kansas City Chief as well, had a 19-yard reception. George Kittle, two receptions with four yards. And I think the only... Dis- heartening factor was George Kittle not being involved in the game a little bit more because I think he would have been a valuable asset to this offense and something could have happened if George Kittle was involved with some of these plays in a little bit more. The defense played an outstanding game and they played a really good game as well, racking up three sacks and two turnovers. Safety Jair Brown and linebacker Fred Warner were the, the main forces of this defense. Brown racked up 11 total tackles and an interception, picked off Patrick Mahomes earlier in the game and then Warner racked up 13 total tackles. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has won a third Super Bowl MVP. He has tied Joe Montana for the second most, only behind Tom Brady, who was the greatest of all time. Let's talk about the Chiefs really quick. Man, what a season, right? Uh, And it was a, it was a season, like I said, like I said last week when we showcased these two teams, it was a, it was a season full of doubt, really. And I doubted them. I I didn't think it was going to happen. I honestly thought this was not this was not gonna be the chiefs year the chiefs were gonna try to sit out this year and think about everything that happened and then rebound the next season but no no they they the the switch was flipped they went from dropping you know dropping passes in the regular season to catching every football known demand and in the playoffs and Uh, beating each team and physically just dominating each team in each game they played in throughout the postseason, starting from the Miami Dolphins. uh, They dominated that game in frigid cold weather. They went to Buffalo and dominated Buffalo, uh, or not really dominated Buffalo. Buffalo kind of kept it close, but they beat Buffalo on the road in Orchard Park. They dominated the Baltimore Ravens up front physically uh in baltimore to win the a to win uh back-to-back afc championships and to go to the super bowl they go to the super bowl against the san francisco 49ers and they go into overtime with the niners who was one of the most complete teams in the nfl uh this season and one of the best teams in the nfl this season and beat them they beat both number one seeds in the postseason Imagine that. They beat both number one seeds in the postseason, and they were the number three seed in the AFC. So. The Chiefs. A lot of people didn't give them credit. I didn't give them credit because I think they were distracted. Honestly, I did. I think that, that the, the, the was, it was it was showing on the field. They were distracted by all the the uh, the pop culture buzz going around Kansas City with the Taylor Swift stuff and everything going on. I thought they were distracted. But coming into this se- this postseason, they they cha- they turned it up a notch, and that is why the leadership and the guidance of Patrick Mahomes is so great. He he is one of the best quarterbacks to play the game already and he's only 28 years old and he is and it's the truth it's not you know we're not going to just sit here and dispute that but notice how I didn't say he was the greatest of all time I did not say that yet I do not believe that he's the greatest of all time yet I think he is one of the greatest to do it so far but I do not think he is the goat yet he even said it. He said it's going to be always going to be hard to compare himself to Tom Brady cuz Brady beat him in the Super Bowl. Brady has 35 postseason wins. Mahomes has 15, so he's about halfway there. Um he has three Super Bowl three Super Bowl rings, four Super Bowl appearances. Uh unbelievable. I mean, at the age of 28, he's literally had he's got four AFC championships. Unbelievable. He's got two NFL MVPs unbelievable (laughs) and three super bowl mvps unbelievable patrick mahomes is on a different level ladies and gentlemen it's patrick mahomes and everybody else okay And and that's just what it is. That's just the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey played an amazing game. Um, What happened with him and the incident with Andy Reid, and he even admitted it on his show. He said it on his show uh, that was posted yesterday that it was unacceptable what he did, and he apologized, and he has now apologized for what he did. And it was unacceptable. I'm not going to lie. Listen, you can use the excuse of... Uh, we're all going to play and we and we all want to play and we were passionate about you know being in and I could do really well on that play. And I, I, I get that, but there's different ways to handle it and that wasn't a good way of handling it. That was not a good way of handling it. And I'm glad he apologized and I'm glad he owned up to what happened because I didn't think it was a good way of handling himself either. But Kelsey did have a good game. Uh, The Swifties are in full effect. They won back-to-back Super Bowls. And we kind of doubted the Kansas City Chiefs a little bit. Mahomes, the best in the league. Hands down, going into next season, obviously, he will be the best in the league. Favorite to win NFL MVP. There is nobody that can really stop him at this point. And when you look at the whole thing, uh, there's nobody that can stop him at this point. And if you get mad about that, it's like, Beat them. You know what I mean. Beat them. If you want, if you want to stop them, beat them. Challenge them. If you're, if you're mad about it, go in their house in Arrowhead and beat them. The only one that I've seen that could, pop, that could go toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes is Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. That's the only team that I've really seen who has got a winning record against Mahomes and the Chiefs so far since Burrow and Mahomes have both been in the league, and it's three and one. For Joe Burrow over Mahomes. Three wins against Mahomes over one loss. Mahomes, the last time they they played against each other and rivaled against rivaled against each other. It was a Kansas City win in the AFC championship of last season going to the Super Bowl fifty-seven in Arizona against the Eagles. So uh good on. Good on, you know, the Chiefs. They are dominant back-to-back. And let's see if they three-peat. I don't know. It's going to be a challenge. It's hard to go back-to-back. It's even harder to three-peat. So it hasn't been done. No one's 3 peeped before. No one has 3 peeped before. They're trying to do something that's never been done before. And can they do it? We'll have to see in the 2024 season. But it's kind of hard. It's going to be kind of hard to three-peat in the Super Bowl. So. Chief, the Chiefs won. They played a really, really good game in the second half of the Super Bowl. Um, and, and quite frankly, he didn't start off the best in the second half. Mahomes threw a pick. But then Mahomes started cooking a little bit. He started finding that, uh, that energy, that Mahomes energy, that will to win. Mahomes is one of the best in the league at uh, carrying the team and putting it on his back and leading this team to, you know, and capitalizing on drives. He's one of the best to do it in this league. He's hand he's hands down the best in the league right now. So uh, my thoughts on the Chiefs, they played a really, really good second half game um, and they won the Super Bowl. They they, they played, they, made, they had some good moments up front, up front at first, in the first half, but they played a lot better in the second half. So good on the Chiefs. They are the back-to-back Super Bowl champions and they won back-to-back. And they had a parade yesterday Um, And they celebrated uh, until the incident occurred. And like I said, my thoughts and prayers are with everybody in Kansas city right now because of that. So let's talk about the the San Francisco 49ers really quick because I mentioned second half, right? I mentioned second half uh, and this game went into overtime, by the way, this game went into overtime and Patrick Mahomes led another game winning drive, another championship winning drive, superb performance by Mahomes and the chiefs, right? So, the Niners played a really really good game in the first half. <laughs> really really good game in the first half. And to me, you're going to think, okay, um here, here what are you going to say about the Niners? The Niners are were the most complete team in the 2023 season. I think they were. And I think they were one of the best, if not the best team in the league behind the Ravens, right? So, yes. They, you know, Kyle Shanahan, they put up a monster plan. In the first half. But it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish a lot of the times. Okay? And guess what? It has been the same old song and dance with Kyle Shanahan in the Super Bowl. You're thinking, wow, you're just going to call it out like that? I'm going to call it out like that. The reason why I picked the Chiefs last week to to win is because I didn't trust it at first. Now it's kind of hard to trust it at all if you want to be real with it. I think Kyle Shanahan is a good coach, but this has happened so many times. As an offensive coordinator for the Falcons, 28-3 in overtime, nonetheless. Same thing as this game. The Tom Brady and the Patriots come back into overtime and beat the Falcons to win the Super Bowl in Super Bowl 51. They go into 2019. The 2019 season going into 2020. Super Bowl 54. Kyle Shanahan is a head coach for the San Francisco 49ers 20 to 10 with a with like what six five to six minutes left in the game. In the game. They had it. They had it. This was the they were about to complete a game and win the championship. And their first their first title in about 25 years, in about 25 years at that point. And the Niners ended up letting Mahomes score and beating them 31 to 20 within the final few minutes of the game. It was 20 to 20 to 17. 20 to 17, they had the game won and the Niners lost it 31-20 within the final you know, final few minutes of the game. They lost that one. And if you want to talk about conference titles, they missed the next season because they were all hurt and beat up. Then they made it to the Rams. They were up on the Rams 20 to, you know, you know, they were up on the Rams 17-3. 17-3, 17-7 in the in the in the first half. The Niners were going to go to the Super Bowl and Super Bowl and, and Super Bowl 56. And they lost the NFC championship to. The Rams. They had a lead and they blew the lead. The next season, they made it all the way to the NFC championship. That game wasn't even close from the start. So we can't really count that one. But they win this. They 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 kind of had a shaky start in the postseason with, you know, second half, you know, you know, second half uh, second half and last minute wins against the Packers and the Lions. And they win, they go to the Super Bowl. They dominate the first half, had a good plan, and then in the second half. They kind of played a little bit with fire here. They played a back-and-forth game with the Chiefs. They go into overtime. They got the ball first in which, okay, they did not know about the new overtime rules in the postseason, and meaning that, hey, we're going to get the ball back. The Chiefs are going to get the ball back. So if you score here, you better score a touchdown here because they're going to get the ball back, right? So they didn't. The Chiefs defense stepped up. Brock Purdy got hit. They kicked the field goal. Patrick Mahomes led down to a game-winning drive and it was a twenty-five-22 victory. Back-to-back Super Bowl champions for the Chiefs. And Mahomes outduls Purdy uh, you know, and outdoors another quarterback in the in the league. The Niners blew it again. And this was gonna be their first title in twenty nine years since nineteen ninety-four. And this is not since the nineteen ninety-three season going into 1994 and it's it's sad it's unbelievable and then news broke yesterday on Valentine's Day that uh, in the conference call with the 49ers that the Kyle Shanahan and the Niners have come to an agreement that defensive coordinator Steve Wills will no longer be the coordinator there he has been let go from the San Francisco 49ers my mind was blown ranked top three in defense this season ranked top 10 in turnovers for defense ranked in, in turning points and in points you know on the defense ranked top five in that c- category they ranked top three the top 10 in every statistical category on defense and they let him go they let him go the reason why they lost that game wasn't because of the defense do not get it twisted That defense is going to have to try to... That defense is going to be on eggshells a little bit when you're going up against one of the best quarterbacks and if not the best quarterback in the league today in Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be tough and challenging. That's any defense. It's not just the Niners defense. That was the Ravens defense. The Ravens defense had trouble and they were one of the best defenses all year. And then... It wasn't because they let Mike McDonald go. They were going to keep him, but Mike McDonald took the Seattle Seahawks head coaching job. Steve Will should have been let go. That's bottom line. He shouldn't have been let go over a game that really wasn't his fault. The Niners, as a whole unit, not just on defense, on offense, kind of collapsed, and then Mahomes, the best quarterback in our generation today, took, took note of that, and he capitalized on that. So you can't fault him for that. You can't fault Steve Wills and the Niners for that. History tends to repeat itself. You know what I mean? History tends to repeat itself. And I've said that. I've said that last week. That's why I picked the Chiefs to win. I think the history was going to tend to repeat itself. I think the hump was going to be too hard over a team like Mahomes and how Mahomes was way better than he was in Super Bowl 54. Mahomes is only getting better and better and better as the years go on. And and the Chiefs are inevitable. That's the whole point of this. The Chiefs are inevitable. The Niners couldn't overcome the hump. Kyle Shanahan's 0-3 in Super Bowls. The big question is, will Kyle Shanahan win a Super Bowl? That's the big question that we got now. Will he win a Super Bowl? It's hard to tell. We don't know. I'm not going to say he will. I'm not going to say he isn't going to win one. I'm not going to say anything at all. But my point is proven that I think that right now there is a problem. Because they come so close they ball out in the first half and they out physicaled the Chiefs in the first half in physicality they were they were more physical than the Chiefs up front in the first half and throughout the game until about late third quarter in early fourth and or or late third quarter all of the fourth and in overtime that's when the Chiefs rose up and Mahomes rose up and capitalized and then the Niners just kind of blew it a little bit And I think that's the issue right now. The issue right now is can the Niners and can Kyle Shanahan recuperate from this and can they win one? Can they win the big one? That is the big question that we got now. I do not think they should have fired Steve Wilkes. I think that was a mistake on their part. Um, who they who, Are they going to get somebody that's good? Yes. I'm, I believe that the Niners are going to get a defensive coordinator that is just as good as Wilkes and or D'Amico Ryans. The Niners are not going to go anywhere. But the problem is, how can we view everything and how can we see them winning a championship when they are a complete team all year and then they go and then they blow it? It's just kind of hard to sit and say anything, Right it's just kind of hard. I'm going to keep rooting for the Niners. I'm going to keep predicting the Niners. I'm going to keep, ta- you know, picking the Niners to win games. I will pick the Niners to go to the Super Bowl. But getting over the hump is just going to it's just where I take is where I pump the brakes right now on everything. It's where I just pump the brakes. So, the final score of this game was 25-22. Chiefs are back-to-back Super Bowl champions. The Chiefs are inevitable, ladies and gentlemen, going into this season, they are, you know, trying, they're gonna be the villains. Can, but go and beat them. That's the challenge that you're gonna present yourselves going into the 2024 season. They are the back-to-back Super Bowl champions, the defending champions. Go and beat them. They are the villains and they're gonna embrace that coming up this season. Go and beat them. That's all I gotta say is go and beat them. Can they three Pete? Who knows? We gotta talk about that when September hits. When September comes, we will talk about that. But for the Niners, back to the drawing board. Everybody's 0 0 now. Back to the drawing board. And we will see what happens and what goes down with the San Francisco 49ers uh heading into this year. Who they get as their DC, we're gonna find that out very soon. But we just gotta that that's the big question. Can they get over the hump? And I don't know. I just don't know about the Niners right now. That's just kind of hard to say about the San Francisco 49ers 25-22 the Chiefs defeat the Niners to win back-to-back Super Bowl titles so that's pretty much the season guys and let me go on and tell you something let's just recap the 2023 season right now and let's recap everything that happened together in the season I mean starting off with the Kansas City Chiefs the Super Bowl the back-to-back Super Bowl champions we didn't think that we're going to make it this far We didn't. We didn't think they were going to make it this far. We thought that it was going to be a, you know, it was going to be an up and down thing. They uh, Kelsey was hurt week one Thursday night football on Prime with Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit on the call. Detroit Lions going into their first game, their first game in Arrowhead in 20 years. The Lions walked into Arrowhead and beat them 20 to 19. It was a one point game and. The, the the Chiefs didn't look themselves. It was a it was a, a full going into midseason up and down season. It was wins here and there and then losses here and there and receivers they the the, the Chiefs receivers led the league in drop passes. The buzz around Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's relationship took effect and it, I think that's what that's why I said it provided the distraction for them on field for them on field. And then the the switch flipped in the postseason, just like that. And they ended up dominating the whole field and winning the Super Bowl going back to back. So unbelievable season for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, it, it was a, it was a bowl of ups and down seasons. For the Niners, it was a season where you looked at them and they were undefeated at first. And then mid season injuries caught up to them and they lost a few games and they went back to being dominant after, you know, getting healthy and completing their team. Once again, they, you know, went, you know, dominated some games, uh, lost on Christmas, won on new years, lost the last season because they sat all their players to go to the playoffs, but, uh, got the number one C. They were one of the dominant teams, uh, in the league. And how about the Baltimore Ravens? We all thought in the North that the Bengals were gonna try to make a comeback and try to challenge the Chiefs and challenge everybody in the league. But it wasn't that, right? There were some problems with the Bengals going on to the Ravens. There were some problems. The Bengals uh, week one got blown out by the Cleveland Browns. Couldn't, Joe Burrow didn't have a good day. They lost another game and they lost another game. Then the Bengals were winning, and winning and winning again. And they they, they they found their stride, right? They found their stride. They, they lost a, a, the, the first two games against the, Cle- the, the Browns and the Ravens. They found their stride. The Bengals and Joe Burrow, you know, kept playing. They had a crucial win against the Bills midseason. And I said they could not lose any more games. And then they lost another game. And then they lost to the Baltimore Ravens. And in the process joe burrow's season was over he damaged his hand he tore ligaments in his hand broke some bones in his wrist and his hand and he was done for the year and he had to have surgery on his hand and the season for the Bengals was done before it even got to you know december and january and it was kind of a hard thing for the Bengals. So the Bengals lost and the Bengals were eliminated from contention, you know, a few weeks after. The Ravens were a team in the North that were going to take that spot. They completed a uh, had a good roster uh, overhaul in the season. Lamar Jackson coming into an effect with you know a, a record setting instinction. He said, "You know what? I'm not going to be a guy that gets money and then dips in his performance. We're going to ball out and we're going to try to make it all the way to the Super Bowl." And they lit the they lit the league on fire on all sides of the ball. They were the number one rushing team. This season, Zay Flowers, the rookie wide receiver sensation, played a big part in their game plan on offense. Lamar Jackson proved that he was not just a runner. He was a thrower as well. He won his second MVP at the end of the year. His second MVP at the end of the year, Lamar Jackson, was just quite incredible, and the Ravens were quite incredible until the AFC Championship, and they ran into that brick wall Against the Kansas City Chiefs, we all thought that the Ravens were going to go to the Super Bowl. We all thought the Ravens were going to win the Super Bowl in Vegas, and we were thinking to myself, we were all thinking to ourselves, including me, what's going to happen, right? What's going to happen? And the Chiefs ended up dominating the Ravens on all aspects of the ball, and that ended the Ravens' season there. But the Ravens were the best team in the league all year. The Jacksonville Jaguars, another team. If you want to talk about a team, a season full of surprises, there, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it was a surprise their team again, but it ended in heartbreak. They were number one in the AFC South. They had they had like an eight and three, nine and three game, a nine and three record, and then they lost their last six games. The Texans were a surprise team on the rise with rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud, Offensive Rookie of the Year C.J. Stroud, and Defensive Rookie of the Year Will Anderson on the other side of things. And, you know, rookie head coach D'Amico Ryans, they lost their their first three games. They were thinking, oh, it's not going to go well. And then they turned the ship. They turned the ship and started winning some games, surprising a lot of teams in the league. They ended up winning out and winning the AFC South to. Everybody's surprised. No one thought they were going to win the AFC South, and they did. They made the playoffs, and they beat the Browns in the first wild card weekend. And then they go to the AFC Divisional Round against the Ravens, and they lost to the Ravens, but they made it to the AFC Divisional Round as the AFC South champions. Can you believe it? Who knows what could happen? And what was so funny about everything in the Jaguars – you know, like I said, blew blew the last bit of the game and they didn't make the playoffs at all. Sad and heartbreak. But when you look at this season, there were some some surprising teams. The Detroit Lions, we didn't expect the Detroit Lions to make it all the way to their NFC Championship game for the first time in 32 years. They won their first playoff game in the first time in 30 years. We didn't expect that to happen at all. And they made it. The Green Bay Packers destroyed the Dallas Cowboys in the opening round. And then, not only that, played the Niners to, to at least the final two minutes of the game. We didn't expect the Green Bay Packers to be the way that they were at the end of the year. Surprising teams, like the Texans, like the Lions, like the Packers. Surprising teams, right? And the funny thing about this season, the funny thing, and the scary thing, if you think about it, is it was quite similar to the 2019 season going into the 2020 year. Hopefully, COVID part two does not happen in March, because that that's what scared me. Because a lot of it was eerily similar to the 2019 season. And a lot of what happened besides the besides the Lions, a lot of it was similar. A lot of it was similar. The Texans won the AFC South. The Arizona Cardinals finished dead last in the NFC West. The Uh, The Chiefs won the Super Bowl against the Niners. Same game, same results. Um, The Panthers finished NFC South last. It was all the same. And it was just, you know, it was quite scary. The Commanders finished last in their division with 13 losses. It, It was quite the same and quite eerily similar. But here's the thing about the season. We wouldn't trade it for the world. Right? We would not trade football season for the world in both college and in NFL. We wouldn't trade it for the world because it's football. It's what brings people together, right? It is what brings people together to watch on Sundays and to think, look at this. They can do this. This team could very well topple the Chiefs. This this team right here in the Chiefs is not going to beat anybody because they're inevitable, right? And that's just what makes football so great. It's what makes yeah, football season so wonderful, and it is just so, you know, so exciting and so just great to hear, and so great just to see how it's just so magical what football is and what exciting and what and how how much excitement it brings to everybody, including myself. Football is a thing where it brings joy to people. NFL is where, you know, on any given Sunday, teams are going to go out there and compete against one another. But the bottom line about the 2023 season is this. Back-to-back Super Bowl champions. When you thought they were out and you thought that they were done for. The Chiefs went back-to-back Super Bowls in Kansas City and they proved, the Chiefs, The Kansas City Chiefs this season, as back-to-back champions, back-to-back Super Bowl champions, are inevitable. That was the brief summary of the 2023 season. That was my recap of everything. And we're out of time here. Guys, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like each episode, leave comments down below, Spotify, Podbean, and Apple, all you have to do is just share around with others and follow on there as well x instagram and facebook all you have to do is just type in pigskin frenzy follow like the pages there you will get episode updates you will get news and highlights from across college of, college and nfl football on x you will get trivia questions on instagram stories going into today's nfl one as all as all in as well as all things of today for pigskin frenzy guys thank you for a wonderful season for both college and an NFL for 2023. I am ready for the, I'm ready to cover everything during the offseason. I'm ready to cover and get ready for the 2024 season for college football and the NFL. It's going to be here before you know it. We're going to blink from this moment like that. And the 2024 college football season and in the 2024 NFL season for sure. will be here before we know it. Will the chiefs three That's the big question going in to the 2024 season. Will they 3 Who knows? But right now, they're inevitable for the back-to-back Super Bowl champions. So, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday once again for just sitting back and listening to some NFL coverage presented by me. We will be back Tuesday as we get ready for Tuesday's episode 99 of Pigskin Frenzy. And we were going to cover back in the college football world Pigskin Frenzy's top fifty games of the twenty twenty three season for college football, starting from fifty to forty one ranked fifty to forty one games, a list of games for the twenty twenty three season. That is the twenty. That is you know episode ninety nine on Tuesday and next Thursday it is episode one hundred of Pigskin Frenzy. We have made it to one hundred episodes, guys a big shout out and a big thank you for sticking with us through now going on a hundred episodes next Thursday. I can't wait for it. Uh, We're about to be at 3000 listeners. We have reached about to reach our end season goal again. Another one, another big thank you because like without you guys, we wouldn't be doing pigskin frenzy and not, not just that without the Lord himself and without the main focus and our main goal to glorify God and what we do here at pigskin frenzy. Without Jesus, we wouldn't be in the position that we were. With three thousand listeners, a hundred episodes within a hundred episodes of Pigskin Frenzy, it's quite remarkable. It is. It's quite remarkable from just starting, getting three thousand listeners this quick and at a hundred episodes. That's quite remarkable. So thank you to everybody for listening, and thank you Jesus uh, to the Lord Himself for giving us the platform to do this. Next Thursday, we're going to do for episode one hundred. A 2023 NFL postseason Q and A. We're going to do another Q and A for the 2023 and or for the NFL 2023 season postseason Q and A for episode 104, you know next Thursday's episode. So until Tuesday for college football edition of Pigskin Frenzy and for the Pigskin Frenzy top 50 through 41 you know t- games of the 2023 season for college football. Till then. Stay tuned for that one. I'm Joel Norris signing off. Have a great rest of your weekend. See you guys Tuesday. And for everybody out there, please and always stay the course.